Hi everyone, welcome to La Riva episode with Tom Godine and Boy Godine. Uh, today is a very special one because we have who is considered to be one of the best craftsmen in the industry and the future generation, his son. How are you guys today? Doing good. How are no, you, how boy? Are you? Good. Good. It's really unstable, reactive stains, right? Yes. Can you explain a little bit what is the process and why they are so unstable? And how do you master them? Mastering is a big word, but I think we got it for, let's say, 90% under control. The thing with reactive is not just the stuff that you're using, but everything is a reactive. The temperature, humidity, sunlight, um, and that all decides what the outcome is going to be. And also, of course, uh, the, where does the material come from? It comes from Poland or Czechai or France or whatever. It can come from everywhere. And all those uh, different areas, they cause different tannins in the wood. So it reacts different. So all those factors combined is you're never quite sure what the outcome is going to be. You have a direction you're working in, but um, the expertise, if you can say expertise, comes in tweaking. What's the reactive that you like playing with the most? I can say that on camera. <laughs> Fire? <laughs> Because yeah, yeah, yeah. So people understand. That's also, yeah, yeah. You can, you can, you can uh, torch the wood. You can brush it. You can, you can steam it. You can do so many things with it. You like bleaching? Bleaching. Yeah. Why? Bleaching the, because every step of the process it changes. What's your favorite color of the collection? My favorite color still is the the smoked white. My favorite would be Phantom. Yes. Yep. Phantom would be my most favorite. Elegant, unique and white. <laughs> Cannot get this white with a regular stain, right? Nope. It turns pink. Always pink. Or blue. Yeah. Or purple. Salmon. Yeah. Salmon why, color. Because of the of the ambering of the wood itself. What would be your dream? What would you like to achieve? Because you're super young, like you're probably one of the youngest personalities in the industry right now. And you have Tom as your mentor. My master. Um, so you have an enormous future ahead of you. What would you like to do? What's your vision? Oof, What's your dream? Many things. So, yeah, I would like to uh, manufacture planks from manufacturing to end product. So much. knowing and experimenting everything, right? Other than that, yeah, I would, I would love to visit uh, certain countries where our raw materials come from and, and, and um, see how the environment has its effects on the wood. Yeah, I think that would be great. And I think that we should record it too. Yep. Going there, finding the trees, seeing how it varies. What do you think about that? French oak versus European oak from any uh, other region? The French oak uh, has a lot of tannin because it grows in areas that are always uh, have lots of uh, water, water-rich areas, and uh, the seasons, and, and it's fertile ground, and so it, it grows fast, have a white grain, lots of tannin, so I love to work with it, but to see the difference between oak coming from Romania or Bulgaria or France or Poland is pretty hard. You have to be a true, true expert. 
can you tell, especially when you apply the reactive things, I feel that the way they react, you can kind of tell from which area is coming. Yes, yes, you can. Especially the more uh, up north you go to Russia, you know, that it gets less and less. Yeah, right. And also the grain, how steady are the seasons over the years? You will get a more straight grain yes. or a more... Yes, The trees at the end of the day are looking yeah. always for sun. So yep. the way we, you grow, if it's in an environment that is saturated, the trees are going to have a lot of twists and the grain is going to be kind yep. of funny, right? Yep, and the slow growers in cold areas, it's more straight. Yes. But Crazy. Yeah, we have to kind of compromise in the middle because mostly all of our products in Riva are made with regular stains, with water-based stains. And for those products, we're looking for a kind of European oak that is very stable on green, very stable on color. And that's why we believe the eastern part of Europe is the best on that, because the seasons are more steady and it's more uniform in color. So for that contemporary look, it's ideal. But for the reactive stains, it doesn't react as fast or as much. So it's kind of the balance, the perfect balance, I will say. I think that we have something really cool going on. I think that our industry in general is pretty outdated. And we are trying to make it sexier, to make it younger. To... I know, I know, that's why you're here. <laughs> no, but I think that you have a super young soul. And you are always trying to innovate. You're always trying to see the next thing and always trying to play. And I think that we match very well, Riva, me, you, because of that. Like, we keep playing like if we were kids. Yep. And that's based on our passion. And I think, boy, I mean, he was working with you for two years and he was already talking about Elon Musk. And no, but the truth is that that's what dreams are come true. Me, when I started with my father after a year, I was telling him, eh, I want to be the one that changes the industry. I want to do this. And my mom was like, yeah, just keep your feet on the, on the floor, you know, like take it easy, blah, blah, blah. And again, going back to the reactive things, people don't truly understand how unique wood is. Every piece of wood, it's absolutely unique and unrepeatable. Everyone. And they are going to be affected different. And well, when you do a reactive stain on the floor, every piece is going to react different and you're going to have color variation. Yes, natural variation. Yes. Tell me a little bit more about that because I think I feel that that's a topic that people don't truly understand and don't truly appreciate as they should. It has gotten a bad name, reactives, because too many things have gone wrong. And everybody's, oh, reactives, and I'm, I'm done with that. Uh, I ordered this and I get that. But that also has to do with the fact that people don't know how to deal with them. You know, that you can apply them in many, many ways. And it, everything differs. Like I said, reactives, other reactives is humidity, is temperature, is sunlight, daylight. Uh, everything is, is a reactive. Anything that makes the wood react, tannins? Uh, yes, the cells? everything. Yeah. So when you know there's uh, every board has its own tannin, amount of tannin, whether it's to the center of the tree or on the outside. That's all varies. So when you use your reactive on that, you're gonna enhance what's in there. Yeah. So then you get this really vibrant look with a lot of variation. What is all variation 
um, that's within a range. Yeah. That it still is nice. Not like uh, that one shouldn't be in there. No, it belongs in there. <laughs> yes. Because it was already different. When you have rustic wood, when you have select wood, it's different. Select is already pretty uniform by itself. But when you uh, lay out five rustic boards, one is darker, lighter, a little bit greenish, grayer, they're all different. And when you put a reactive on that, it enhances whatever difference there is. But that makes it more nice. If people are looking for a, a very uniform, one-color floor, then just put a stain on it. Yeah, yeah cover and it. And yes, and go yeah. for select, go for rift, you know, yes. for old people. What do you think about those? Do you like them? Or rift? Would, yeah. Uh, in, in, in certain colors, I can see that, like the, the Phantom. I can see that in, an, in a select. It's very calm. But for other colors... I wouldn't really go Huracan? for it. No. no. Yeah, I think I don't think. I don't, me personally, I like to see that color variance. I like to see that difference. I think that's what makes a floor unique, um, and I think that that brings a lot of value to any property, any house. Um, but also, I think that there is a trend right now to go modern and go like completely white or completely natural, and I think that that's where those colors belong most. And I think there is also lack of information in the market on how to present it to the end consumer. When they are seeing a piece of sample, they need to understand if it's a reactive stain, what the color variance is going to be, how it's going to react over time. Yeah, but I understand what's going on in the industry, that people are getting fed up with those reactives. Mm -hmm. That's what you say. You can, you can apply it with a roller, with a sponge, by hand, uh, with a machine. Everything is different. And... What I said about the pot life, we make our own reactives. With your own? With my own chemicals. Because you want to make sure that you have a fresh batch every time. I feel that, yeah, there is, um, it's extremely unique the way you have to treat it and it's extremely hard to master it. So I feel that people get very in love with it when they test it the first time. About La Riva, something cool. People can come here to Miami, meet with you guys, and design their own floors, right? Yes. The Riva experience. Yeah, that's something yeah. that we just launched. I think that's really cool. How is that experience? How is that when you meet with a designer or, a, or even an end consumer, a contractor, a developer? How is that process? Because you guys have done it multiple times. I've never been part of it, but how is that process? It depends. Mostly they have something... They come with something up. I like this one, but I like to see a little bit more brown. Or, or uh, designers always want taupe. Taupe? I want some taupe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A little taupey. Taupey. And um, then they say, if you can do that, can you make it a little more gray, a little more brown, a little more taupe? Yeah, we can do that. We cannot do everything, but we can always work in a certain direction. And that, that's, that's the fun part, too. Especially when you have something where you can work from. Because the most horrible thing you can get is somebody getting in. I'm looking for something gray. 
Gray is the most How challenging many, one. Uh, no, no, it's not a challenging color, but the, the, you know, there's 50 shades of gray, but there are 5,000 shades of gray. You cannot say I want something grayish. You need a sample. You need a sample. I want this, but a little bit more dark gray, or like uh, whatever. But a direction where you can go through. Same as a picture. People come with a picture. Oh, yeah. That's hard. They're deceiving. Yeah. They are so deceiving. So do you guys... You guys have, I've seen it there, uh, a bunch of samples that is kind of the library where you bring the customers at the beginning, they pick, and then you go where, like, which one do you like? And then you guide them, right? Yes. And then you start, do you do it by hand? Do you do it by machinery? How do you do the process of start working on samples? Do you want to say? He's, he's like, now I can't talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, our, our sample library is a start. And then uh, from there, they can point to a, a certain direction where they can say, hey, I would like, let's say, that sample, but I want it with a whitewash. And then we have an indication in case they don't have a sample. And that's where the um, start of their personal floor will start, come. And um, it's also uh, for matching purposes, my library where I can find things I've may have tried in the past and it comes close to a color and I say, oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And, and, and that's where the start of that a was the original yeah, of process. It. You know, yeah. of everything that we make, cut a little piece off, Hang write it. down on the back what you did with it. And then you have a reference for it. Everybody comes something, you go buy it and say, hey, this comes with it. What are you gonna do with it? Yeah. And do you just do colors or do you also do textures? Do you do different yeah. formats, we, patterns? Uh, wire brushing, hand scraping, uh, hand scrape bevels. Uh, so basically anything that they can dream of, they bring it. We can they can it. even bring uh, one customer brought porcelain tile and then you match it. Yep. They can bring other materials and just feel we inspired here. Work with you guys and create their dream floor basically. What do you think about the difference between engineered? Because I think that this is also a topic that, although it's very advanced, there is a lot of people that still doesn't know what's the difference between an engineered floor and a solid floors. I feel that you are you would be more of a solid floor guy. I like solid floors better, but from a, from a commercial point of view, uh, solid is asking for trouble. <laughs> so you are. <laughs> yes, <laughs> comes with the territory, I guess. Yeah. I just like the the looks of it because it's never solid is never perfect. Yeah. There's always something to it. You've been for so many years working. Now, boy comes into the picture for the last couple of years. Where do you oversee your future, both of you guys? Growing with Riva, of course. On a yacht in the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> What would you be? What would your dream be? Because one project that we have right now is establishing uh, an experience also in the stores, in the galleries, and in the corners all over the U.S., where people can understand better what La Riva is, what Reactive Stains is. Um, do you want to be always working on this part, doing the finishes, doing this? Would you like to be more involved in the developing process of creating and visiting customers and hearing experiences? Would you, are you thinking about retiring anytime soon? Uh, now that you have your, no. <laughs> your song here? No. <clears throat> I think once a woodworm, 
always a woodworm that's not gonna change. That um, I've been in the industry for so long, and I will never, I will never quit. Okay, what's your dream? To grow with Riva. To grow with Riva. Yep. And take this collection and many more to the next level. Take it to the next level, 100%. Try to create a. Um, how do you say? sustainable product yeah. and uh, continue to learn and grow and, 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 and further test the reactive staining process and uh, like, like he said earlier, um, needle it down to being able to get more consistency rather than variation. Yeah, I feel that understanding the source better and deeper will help us so much into that process and I'm also that's something that really interests me and I think that we could do so much more if we understood that one project that we have is to be more sustainable and be able to use absolutely everything that comes from the forest in terms of the tree not only the, the trunk itself but the branches the leaves and do something with it so that we have waste zero kind of that's a goal that Riva has and I think that you would be you are going to be a very important part of that project. Now, guys, uh, I think that we have a really bright future ahead. I think that what you guys brought to the table um, and the products that you do, the way you treat them, the respect that you have for nature and for raw materials is absolutely mind-blowing. And I think that your reputation is based on that and the hardworking guys that you both are. And for me, it's a pleasure to share this project with you and mm -hmm. to have you here today. So Likewise. thank you very much. I wish I could Thank say you. the same. Nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Thanks. No, I'm happy to be here. Do you want to give me a hand? Thank you. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you.